newscast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, what do you say we update everybody on the latest? Hello, hello, that, hello. That there sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> How much of this you want to do? How much do, do you I go want ahead, to do? Man, okay. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I can talk. I, the president's thing yesterday was embarrassing. But, yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh-huh. Uh, so right now, what is happening right now on the ground is that Hezbollah in the north now has been shelling into Israel. Then on the west, you've got in Syria, or I'm sorry, on the east, you've got Syria who has been engaged uh, with Israel in gun battles, and that's been going on a little more than a day. Right. Uh, started basically yesterday afternoon, and then uh, and then you've got Syria uh, doing their thing there, and then in the in the south you have Gaza. Um, I've been following a lot. I think the whole world has been watching Trey Yinks a lot. He's well-equipped, by oh, the way. Yeah. He's got to be well-equipped. Yeah. And he is uh, standing in front of some tanks down outside of Gaza right now, which is the southern part of Israel, where all the activity was on Saturday. Those tanks all morning. And keep in mind, over there right now it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 3.07. Uh, those tanks all morning or all day have been shelling into Gaza. Right. Basically, what they're doing is they're preparing for the ground troops to go in. It's still going to be bloody when the ground troops go in. Israeli commanders have been saying we're going to turn Gaza into a tent city by the time yeah. we're done. Uh, so their air, their airplanes have been dropping uh, munitions there in certain places. And then, of course, you've got the tanks right there on the border who have been shelling into uh, Gaza right now, preparing it for the incursion that is going to happen. Uh, Israel has also turned off the water and the power. Yeah. into uh, Gaza um, to make it an easier move for them to get in there. Um, now you, the latest news is you also got Hamas and PLO activists probably in our own country because what we're finding now, are there any number of people in our government and outside of our government, college, universities, and teachers in schools that support Hamas killing Israelis and cutting the heads off their uh-huh. children? Uh, but now they're hacking into government and media websites and their computers and uh, posting their images and all of the, the terrible things that they have been doing. We have seen the screenshots now of these trained animals, and that's too good of a word to describe who these guys are from Hamas, arriving at these kibbutz where they summarily, and I've been to several kibbutz in Israel, where they summarily went in on Saturday, and while people were sleeping, remember it was early in the morning, it was around 6 a.m. when they when they did their attack, uh, people were sleeping or they were just waking up, <clears throat> beginning their breakfast and their morning duties, when they just summarily went through and shot and murdered them in cold yeah. blood. Uh, in kibbutz, what you find is communal living, and it's very peaceful. It started last century, and it was agrarian. Now you got, you know, young kids in kibbutz who make stuff that are very technologically advanced that the entire world enjoys. Um, so at least uh, 100 people uh, at this one kibbutz that we've seen the video from is very disturbing. Uh, if you just have to see it, then see it. I discourage you from seeing it. It it uh, took me back to the ISIS days when they were on the beach cutting the heads off of Americans and others uh, right. when ISIS was doing that. But they uh, raped and murdered women and children and little bitty babies in front of their family members, and then they cut the heads off the little bitty babies. Yeah. The uh. infant babies. So as I've been saying this morning, uh, I, I'm not fluent in many languages 
I have a general understanding of several languages. Right, right. Enough to where if I go to France, we get by. If I go to Israel, we get by. If I go to Mexico, I'm much more fluent in that. And other countries around the right. world that we have been to. Right. I cannot find a word in English or any other language that describes the evil that is going on. The closest you get is evil. But it's worse than evil, what Hamas has been doing to these people. Well, yeah, and we uh, we all were, we heard about the uh, over 40 babies, infants, uh, that were murdered and, I guess, beheaded. And we really haven't heard anything. I was just looking it up uh, uh, since World War II with the uh, town of Nanking. Uh, when the Japanese rolled in and they were tossing babies up on bayonets. I mean, it's, it's, it's a level of horror you really can't comprehend. And as I said yesterday, I'm glad I can't comprehend it. Who do you have to be? And, and that's what makes a lot of this BLM talk that we've heard over the past 24 hours even more absurd and insipid and horrible, comparing these people to freedom fighters, people who do that. We fought a war for independence for the existence of this country. I, I don't remember reading in any history books American revolutionaries chopping the heads off of infants. It's because it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Okay, no, these are not freedom fighters, all right? These are monsters. These are demons on two feet. Again, you, you really can't be considered a human being if you are capable of doing that. And these idiots inside of this country who are trying to characterize them as anything less than monsters are some of the dumbest people on this planet. Well, they are demons. That's exactly yeah. what's going on. This is full-on satanic. This is prophesied in the Bible. And I understand that people don't always believe in Bible prophecy or understand it or care to or whatever. And that's fine. You, 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 know, you don't have to if you don't want to. But this was prophesied. Uh, Jesus talked about this. The prophets of old talked about this. John talked about it in Revelation. It's all throughout the Bible. Paul talked about it in Thessalonians, that this was going to happen. And we're living in those days. When, when these, um, and again, they're not human beings, when right. they take a pregnant woman and they shoot her in the belly, right. she went to the hospital on her own. The baby died. She lived. Now, you're not a human when you do that to somebody else. You intentionally shoot her in the gut to kill her child. Well, yeah, and, and think about what you're saying as far as taking it back to, to gospel text and antiquity and first century stuff. These people really haven't evolved since then. You look at the crucifixion of Christ. It's a horrifically barbaric act. You look at what happened to people as a matter of course in that period of time. When they'd pull your guts out, they'd disembowel you, they'd, they'd pull you apart. I mean, the barbarity that we've read about and seen on these old scrolls and, 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 and tablet carvings is, again, beyond comprehension. These people who are doing this have not evolved since then. That is who they are. In a sense, they are stuck in that time because this is a perfectly natural thing for them to do. So don't try to coddle this or swaddle it in some kind of notion of their freedom fighters who are oppressed. That is disgusting. Well, as far as Black Lives Matter saying that, in my opinion, they're a terrorist organization, okay? When you rip through, country, when you rip through cities in America yeah. and you set stuff on fire and you attack police officers, you do that with the intent on causing terror, striking sure. terror. That makes you a terrorist organization, in my view. So that's what they did two summers ago in the summer right. of 2020. Uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised at all. 
that Black Lives Matter or Rashida Tlaib or AOC or Greg Kazar or any of the others are supporting what's going on with Hamas right now and calling them freedom fires, fighters. But let's explain. Eh, you know what? Let's, let's hold it till after the break. Let's, I want to explain a little bit about Gaza and what's sure. going on for these idiots. These true dumbasses who believe that Israel is the aggressor <laughs> here, that this has been apartheid, that this is they have been colonialists. Right. I'm going to explain a little bit about Gaza when we come back. Sure. So people Let's understand. Do Let's do it. We'll tell you about Alamo Water Softeners. At Alamo Water Softeners, you get outstanding service. Well, number one, you get a wonderful product in the water softener that they build. They build it right here in San Antonio, by the way, for our hard water. This company started in 2009. I was their first customer. Then after I bought my unit from Alan Townsend, I said, Alan, let me talk about it on the radio because everybody needs to know. And he said, I need a little bit of time because it's just me and I need to get some more built and then I'll let you talk about it on the radio. And it's been doing that ever since 2009. I love working with his son, Trevor Townsend. Uh, he is a bright man. He's got great people around him and this company will get you the best water experience for soft water and water pur- purification. If you've got bad stuff in your water, they'll get it out with the latest state-of-the-art technology and filtration systems. And for a limited time, when you buy a water softener from Alamo Water Softeners, you'll receive a free reverse osmosis drinking water system. So log on to their website today and make your appointment to have them come out and do a free water analysis for you in your own home. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. Well, later on today, we expect clouds and sun to be in the area with a high near 80. Right now, it's 66 at KTSA. Good morning. 1071. Where in Rhyme at 720, and we don't come back to normal after this. There's there's a new oh, norm it, after this. We were there's just no saying problem. off air that, you know, by this time next week, it's going to be a whole new world, man, yeah. and you can't really predict what that world's going to look like. Right. So when you think of Rashida Tlaib or nah. AOC or Greg Kassar from Austin Ugh. or any of these others, Black Lives Matter or these student groups or these teachers, teachers right. in Texas – that are telling elementary age students Israel had it coming. Israel deserves it. <laughs> right. Because Israel, well, they are the invaders. This is all about apartheid. This right. is, well, Israel colonizers, they are holding property that is not theirs. So let's set that bull crap straight right now. Excellent. Again, going back to the Bible, which people don't care to do somehow, sometimes, but you go back to the Bible, and it's very clear the boundaries for the Hebrews, which is now modern-day Israelis and Jews, is very clear in the Bible. God did not screw that one up. In fact, he's never messed anything up. Right. So he laid out the specific boundaries for the nation. This is just a tiny sliver within those boundaries oh, that Israel occupies now. It is tiny. It's right. a little piece, a little parcel of land. So man. the diaspora happened, and after Hitler did his thing, uh, they came back. And the Ottoman Empire fell, and Israel had a state that was formed in 1948. All of that property, right? all of it was theirs. Then the Arabs came to Israel. Nobody wanted these people. They didn't allow them to set up inside of Jordan, which has lasted forever. Right. Or Egypt, which has lasted forever. Right. They didn't allow them to set up in Syria or Lebanon or Turkey. They said, we don't want you. (laughs) To their own people. To their own people. (laughs) So Israel said, you can have these parcels of land. Then in 1967, there was a war. Israel was attacked. They were the defenders, not the aggressor. Same thing in 1973. And in these wars, 
Israel owns that land. The Palestinians are guests in their home. Israel even gave them the most holy site to the Jews, Ugh. which is the Temple Mount. That's where their, their golden dome is, right? Right. They also have a temple up there. So anyway, Israel gave them that. These people are guests in the home of Israel. Now, as far as the Gaza Strip, which is what we're fighting over right now down to the south, that was infiltrated, and Iran set up Hamas in the Gaza Strip. And in 2005, Israel pulled out and said, y'all have your elections. We want to have a peaceful exchange with you guys. We want to live in peace with you. So you guys have an election. 2007, right. people in the Gaza Strip elected Hamas to be in power, <laughs> a terrorist organization funded and backed by Iran that is hell-bent, literally that word, on the destruction of Israel. They were elected. Now, as far as Israel, they provide electricity and water for free to the people in the right. Gaza. They don't pay a CPS over there. They turn on a spigot, the water comes out, they flip a light switch on, the lights come on, and they don't pay for that. Israel does that for them. They wanted a sewage system. So Israel said, no problem. We will send you the pipes. You build the sewage system. Israel sent the pipes. They turned the pipes into rocket tubes <laughs> so they could launch right. rockets into Israel. Israel, this year alone, gave 15,000 work permits to people in Gaza to come into Israel and work. 15,000. Doesn't sound to me like Israel's being an aggressor here. Israel's doing everything they can to live in peace with these people who are the murderous bastards that are trying to kill them and, and, and are killing them now. Well, it, it, it's this idea that somehow it's an apartheid system, which it really isn't. It's Under not. apartheid, people didn't have certain human rights. They were relegated to shame anti-towns. Uh, they couldn't participate in certain aspects of life. The relationship with the Palestinians and the Israelis and a lot of these doofuses that go off on this colonial stuff don't understand. The Palestinians can live in peace with the Israelis at any moment. As you pointed out yesterday, and we've talked about Palestinians have been living in peace in Israel for a long time. Uh, this is purely about the terrorist aspect and the fundamentalist Islamic aspect of this relationship. They mow over their own people. Right. We know that right. they set up these rocket launchers around schools and, and hospitals, children's hospitals sometimes, so that when they fire the rockets and Israel responds, and a lot of these responses are automatic with this dome, they take out a kid's hospital. So they're offering up, they offer up their own people on a routine basis for slaughter. Well, let's talk about that, because that's an important aspect of this. Israel, ha our, our Gaza and Hamas has what you would term their Pentagon. Right. In the basement of a children's hospital. Right. In the basement of a children's hospital. <laughs> so Rocket launchers in schools. Yeah. Kids in Gaza, they go into school, and there are rocket launchers aimed at Israel. Israel always, not once, not some of the time, not half the time, not two-thirds of the time, right. Israel always notifies Hamas by telephone, by leaflets, by sending people in there, hey, Get these people out of there. You're about to be shelled. We're about to rock your world. They did it this time. They sent people in there. They sent flyers in yeah. there. They called Hamas. And you know what Hamas told them? Blank you. <laughs> Blank well, you. The question to ask, you know, for anybody to ask themselves is, what could Israel possibly do? What could they do 
to make Hamas and these groups and even Iran and nothing. all these other groups to, to, okay, now we're good. Nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. There's, they want them dead off the face of the earth, every single Jew on the planet. There's nothing the Jewish state could do to appease that at all. The fact of the matter is, and this is well known in that part of the world, if Hamas, if Hezbollah, if Islamic Jihad were to stand down and say, we want peace, if they yeah. were to say, well, we will co we will coexist with you in peace here, they would have peace. Uh, yes. But, <laughs> but conversely, if Israel were to stand down and say, hey, take it easy, they get attacked and murdered and killed every single day. Oh, yeah. These rockets, Saturday was not the first day this was happening. This happens every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saturday just happened to be two Thousand. They're 2, always 000. lobbing missiles into Israel. Every day. It's it's unrelenting. Every day. Yeah. Every day. And it's the same moment. You know, I get text messages from friends over there who are having lunch and dinner in Jerusalem and other places. La Rome Hotel, uh, Ben Yehuda Street, and other places are having lunch and dinner. Israeli Jew and Arab Muslim. Together. Yeah together they coexist going in to have the, lunch right in the restaurants and the cafes going to have lunch in the public places going to school together and that's precisely where they send the missiles they drop the missiles they send the missiles into cafes into movie theaters into places where jews and palestinians are coexisting you know this, this ain't about some kind of struggle for freedom no it's that's not. the part of it that makes me want to vomit well, more than anything else look the arabs the peaceful arabs right are welcomed in Jewish society. I've been there. I know what I'm talking right. about. They yeah. peaceably, peaceably coexist. They they buy from each other's stores. You can go to the Arab quarter. You, you can walk through the Arab quarter. You can walk through the Jewish quarter in the in old Jerusalem. You know, they, they peacefully coexist together. They go to schools together. They eat at each other's restaurants. They hang out together, just like you and I hang out. Right. Well, again. In Israel, they can't do that in Gaza no. or these other places. Again, for the idiots in this country that are, the, are pro-Palestinian, God, you have no idea both how stupid and naive you are being. And evil. And evil. Evil. You know, and I and it's true. It's it's kind of, it's there. It's rife throughout the uh education system and collegiate system. I mean, I'm I'm very proud of my little girl for getting her B.A. It's not an easy thing to do. But I also am well aware of the fact that that stuff has been pumped into Absolutely. her head since That's elementary and, and school. And every other kid. Elementary every other school. Kid. That's right. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. I want to tell you about Stevens Roofing. Taking care of your family and your home is what Stevens Roofing is all about. Local company, not some big national conglomerate. Nope, they are local folks who live here. So they deal with the same weather you deal with. They live in the same conditions you live in. So when you have a problem with your roof, they know what you're dealing with. And and by the way, they also know what to look for, right? Because they deal with the same weather. So when it comes to looking for a certain issue with your roof, whether it was this summer months that were so hot, and now things are starting to cool off a little bit, and the weather's going to start coming. We're seeing more and more rain and stuff like that. I hope you don't have any wood that is exposed above that's going to be rotted out. So you want to make sure you have Stevens come out. They don't charge you and never have and never will for their roof inspection. It's absolutely free. The best in the business. You can trust them. Stay local, buy local, trust local. That's Stevens Roofing at stevensroofing.net. There's no better way to celebrate the holidays than with six. It's Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima here on KTSA. Just follow up on that promo a little bit. The national media right now, how they're covering this is not surprising. Right. It's disgusting. It's awful. It is biased. It is propaganda. Yeah. They, 
hey, all of this and more. Think, <laughs> think about this. They are pro- propaganda arms for murderous bastards killing little children and chopping their heads off. Think about well, that. Well, yeah, yeah. You really can't get away from that, and so is our president, actually. I right. Mean, Right. Um, yeah, we're going to get to him in just a second. But, <laughs> but Andrea Mitchell yesterday, a mama was on with her, whose 12- and 16-year-old sons were taken into captivity in Gaza. She's scared to death about, obviously, what's going to happen to right. her sons. She's shaken up. And Andrea Mitchell has the unmitigated gall to ask her, well, what about Israel attacking Gaza? Aren't you, aren't you, cons- are you concerned about the attacks that Israel has launched against right. Gaza? The CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Network, has been informed by their government, and they have issued it out to their people, that you will not refer to Hamas as a terrorist organization or these people as terrorists. (laughs) You will call them gunmen. 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 They're just innocuous gunmen. The same with the the New York Times. Right. The, The New York Times put a story online yesterday, and the first iteration of the story had Hamas terrorists. And then, oh, they take that down, and they replace it with... The gunman from Hamas that went into Israel, right? The gunman. But now all of the all the propaganda coming out of those networks and others are about how Israel is attacking the poor people in Gaza. They're so they cut their water off, they cut their power off, and they continue to lock well, their Well, they didn't cut them. their heads off, did they? Right. So, I you know I mean this is the, the the moment in which we're going through that we're living that we're experiencing. We talk all the time about how, whether it's gender stuff or whatever, you know, people are lining up with absurdity. They're, they're believing nonsense and espousing nonsense. I say it all the time, as long as the right person's saying it. It's the same thing here, except it's on a much darker and more tragic level in that they're just embracing this mythology about Israel and the relationship with Palestine or the, uh, the Hamas and Hezbollahs and Iran. Yeah. And, and and watching people who perhaps in some other regard might be reasonable, intelligent people glom on to this stuff so readily, it really makes your head spin. Because you, you, you know what? Somebody who is an American or one of these people that you just mentioned, or these journalists, so-called journalists who, who are pro-Palestine, you could sh- shove all the facts you want to in front of oh, their don't face. Care. Don't care. You could show them imagery. Don't care. You could have all the proof in the world that they are completely wrong on this. Wouldn't matter. Nah. That's why I don't get into these arguments with people. You can't. There's no point to it. No. And th- th- that's why Israel cannot negotiate with nah, them. Yeah. They have to level them. I've got a very, very dear friend whose son is in uh, a certain place. I won't say where, but it's here in the United States. And for the first time in his life, he's hiding his Star of David. Uh, And for the first time in his life, he has to make sure that he downplays the fact that he is Jewish. Think about that crap for a second. And it's here in the United States. This is not Germany 1930s. It's the United States. He is surrounded by people in his area, and it's not in San Antonio, on the East Coast, who hate him. And for the first time in his life, the boy is, you know, 20, 20 some odd. And for the first time in his life, he is scared to death that his life is in danger. He's having to hide his star of David in this country, just and, like they did in, 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 right. in Germany. How many Americans, lo- you know, lost their lives, sacrificed their lives, liberating the Jews from the Nazis? I mean that was that was a biggie, <laughs> you know. Six hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty big deal, and here we are, just a handful of decades later, 
and he has to hide his Star of David. And see, these people try to ride that line. You know, 20 years ago, Mel Gibson makes a Jesus movie, and he's an anti-Semite. And we don't abide by anti-Semitism in this country. The very people who are claiming that are anti-Semites. You can't separate the Israelis from the Jews. No, they're the same. But it's like they tried. They're the same. In Hollywood. Oh, my God. If you look cross-eyed at anybody who is Jewish, you're an anti-Semite. If you're a Christian, you're an anti-Semite. You're saying the Jews killed Jesus. But if you're talking about Israel... Oh, they're the worst people it's, in the world, man. The they are they oppressive. Are the same. They're horrible. And that's what is so ridiculous about these people in Hollywood oh, and, and, and their little memes that they and the crap that they yeah. say during moments like this. Pray for Palestine, Israel, this, that, and the other. And they are Jewish who are doing this. For, for the Jewish Americans who oh. vote Democrat, time and time again in this country, Jewish Americans vote Democrat, 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 the very party and the very people that are standing right now with the PLO and want you to destroy, want your family and your lineage to be erased from the planet, totally oh, yeah. done away with. I think one of the and most, you vote for yeah. I think one of the most depressing things I've seen in a few over, since this began on Saturday is I know a guy who I think he's out in California now who's a songwriter and a comedian. He's a Jewish guy. And uh, uh, I, I started seeing the pro-Palestinian memes coming out of that guy in the posts. I'm like, dude, dude, I know you're smarter than this. I, and I'm sure people have had, others have had that experience where I'm like looking at this guy saying, I know you're an intelligent human being. What are you doing? These are your people. <laughs> you're a Jew. What are you doing? But again, I could have that conversation with that guy all day long. It wouldn't matter one molecule. It just doesn't. Once they're locked into that thinking, and you look at a lot of these, uh, there's a, a Fox put out, I think it was Fox put out a story of all these big influencers and celebrities who uh, are either not mentioned, actually a lot of them like Dwayne Chapman and a lot of them, uh, uh, Selena Gomez, they're not even mentioning that this is going on. And if you really think about that, in their community, in the film and entertainment industry, if you come out in, in, in support of Israel, I'm not excusing them for this, but if you come out in support of Israel, your work's going to dry up, you're not going to get any gigs, your, your contracts are going to get canceled. That's how bad it is. So they, they're, they're wussies. They don't take a stand say, man, because they're worried them. about losing some followers. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the thing. It's, it's, uh, it's on mean? them. They may lose a movie. They may lose a television show. They may not the, get the next right. record contract. Well, so freaking what? Who are you? Right. I'll tell you what. If you have the movie deals and you have all this other crap, and that's who you got to be to get yeah, it, to the, maintain it, who can you be? what is the worth of it? Yeah, how can you live with yourself? Right. You can't live with yourself knowing that murderous bastards are killing people and you aren't saying a word about it, that's worse than Chamberlain. You know, this, oh, yeah, this, well. this whole thing, you know, what's going on right now with the celebrities and even with our politicians, <laughs> they're, making, they're making Chamberlain look like Patton right now because they are all on the other side. They are all for Hamas and what well, they're doing. It's just weird, and, man. And, and this, sick. this rude, incompetent piece of crap as a president uh, who is controlled by Barack Obama, I guarantee you, if Donald Trump were in power and not Barack Obama, this wouldn't be happening. This is Barack it, Obama. It didn't this happen is while Barack he was Obama. in office. Think about that. And and Barack Obama's running the show through Joe, and this is what you get, just like you got it during Bar Barack Obama's years. We're going to get into that later. First of all, I waited an hour and a half for that SOB to show up yesterday, okay? 
And then when he did, wow. it was a total waste of time. Total waste of time. He said, I have Israel's back. Did he talk about Iran? Did he talk about cutting off the $6 billion? Did he talk about cutting off or, and, and, and putting sanctions back into place on their oil? No, he did not. He refuses to go near that because Iran is Obama and Valerie Jarrett, who was born there, right. that is their special baby. Well, you know, I, I consider myself lucky, and I had stuff going on yesterday, so I, I didn't sit and watch it. He was like an hour and a half late. I hour and a half late. He always is. Well, yeah, that, it's, you know, and you, then, you little people don't matter. And so I read the text. Oh, yeah. And, of course, yeah, it's all about how, what atrocities are being committed. But, yeah, he didn't mention Iran once. Nope. And he, once again, without coming out and saying it, he used his black hole reference about losing somebody. You know, the implication being, well, I lost Bo, so I understand what you people are going through. He's just a horrible human being. Well, and then he talked about, you know, when I was a young senator, I met with oh, Goldemeyer. Gold oh, God. told me, Joey, I'm going to win Joey. because I have nowhere else to go. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. He never met Golda Meir. He doesn't know who Golda Meir is. All that, again, he drove eight. I guess he and Golda probably drove 18 wheelers together and flew together. They drove trucks together together and and they uh, hung out with the whip corn pop and the whole thing. The swimming pool together. But here's the point. He never said anything about Hamas is killing innocent babies and chopping their heads off. He never said anything other than we lost 14 Americans and Americans are being held hostage. He never said anything about those Americans. He never threatened anybody about do not harm one American. Do not or I am going to obliterate you. He didn't say anything like that. He didn't stand up. It was not what he said. It was what he didn't say. Yeah. He pulled all kinds of punches yesterday, and I expected that out of him. Well, he ain't got no punches. You know, and and that, and that statement was well, that statement was, was what he had to say. But you know, here's the other thing. Besides the rudeness of being late, okay, <laughs> nothing we can do about that. It's just flat ass rude. Well, okay? and Democrats do this but, in abundance. R- right. Well, yeah. Obama did yeah, it all the time. Obama Clinton. averaged two to three hours late. Trump. <laughs> if you want to look it up, you don't have to believe me. Trump was never late. No, never he was he late. So anyway, uh, here here's what adds to the rudeness. He does this at every single statement. He doesn't hold a press conference. He holds statements, right? Right. And every single time when the reporters start to shout questions at him, he turns around and, like Frankenstein with stiff legs, <laughs> hurries to the door. And never once does he address the people that he is supposedly serving. He, he, well, could, right. he could give two uh, you know what right. about the American people? Well, it's twofold. First off, he's not capable of it anymore, of answering questions, of thinking on his own on the fly. And yes, two, he doesn't want to engage the press. He doesn't need to from his perspective. They're little people. And you just accept what I tell you, and that's all you he's need to know. He's a dictator. In his mind, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why he doesn't have to answer you. He's royalty. He doesn't have to answer any questions that you have or the press has for right. him because I'm a dictator. I'm gonna and and this is I'm telling you, this is what America's all about. It's headed right into this dictatorship, uh, this fascist state that he is that he is going to be the figurehead of if he's reelected next year. 
Yeah. Welcome to America right. in the year 2023. Well, we have a lot of questions about the U.S. intelligence. We're going to talk more about that and so on and so forth as we come back. I want to tell you about Uvalco and my great friends in Uvalco, wonderful guys at Uvalco. They've been around for about 40 years as a, uh, a farm and ranch supply place. So if you want feed and they got deer, corn, if you're going to head on electric, kind of stuff, you bet. They, they can take care of all that. But what I really want you to know about is the Roxor, this unbelievable side-by-side UTV that will handle any anything you got for it and right now it's it's it, what, what what are we just a couple of weeks from deer season right won't be long you're going to be waking up on an early Saturday morning, head on out, right? And I hope that you have all, you know, you've already been feeding and taking care and doing all the things, got the deer blind ready and all that, got the lease ready. But if you don't have one of these rock sores on there, you're really going to be missing out. This thing is a difference maker for the deer uh, lease or for the for the ranch, for the farm, what, whatever piece of property you got. This rock sore made by Mahindra, sold through Uvalco, is the way to go. And when you buy yours, mention Treyware, and they'll give you $300 in accessories, however you want to accessorize it whatever you want to do to it they'll give you three hundred dollars in your accessories okay go check them out at uvalco that's in uvalde in casterville and bernie is your ac working but the house is still uncomfortable hey just taking a real quick break from war and at 805 we're going to talk about our situation here in connection to the war uh so we'll get into that at 805 this morning but just take a little break from all that for right now just to say a great word about uh, Mary Lou Retton oh, yeah. and uh, the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm personally going to be praying for her. Right. My wife and I will pray for her. She's fighting for her life according to her daughter. She can't breathe on her own. She's got pneumonia, so she's yeah. hooked up to a ventilator right now that's breathing for her. I remember her in 1984 winning oh, everything. Yeah. The overall medals. First time a woman had won the overall, all the overalls. Well, and, you know? and plus she was just everywhere. She was iconic of the of the 80s of that era. Wheaties boxes. She was on right, you know. And and <laughs> the thing about Mary Lewis, she just had that infectious smile. Oh, she made you so happy. And a very positive person. Uh, and after that, yeah. and I've heard this about her, she went on to do motivational stuff, she you did. know. And uh, oh, I've wait, actually wait, seen her on the, the Food Network a couple of times. There and, and the Love Boat back in the 80s. The she was on the love <laughs> But just uh, by all measures, just a really cool, decent human being who's, you know, she's mid-50s now and, and having, uh, dealing with pneumonia, which can be very, well, kill you. can really uh, take you over very quickly. It can kill you. So our, our, our prayers are with her. Yeah. Uh, just very briefly, I'm going to start folding this back in because we need some light every now and again. We yeah, need to, sure. uh, you know, it's Kimberly Day, so if you're a Kimberly, uh, this is your day. All right. Enjoy your day. Okay. Just very quickly, it's National Food Truck Day, Trey. Do you go to a lot of go to a lot of food you trucks? You know, I don't, but I want to. There's a few. There's like an H E B that I go by every once in a while. Right. I got a food truck in the parking lot. I, I want to do it. Have ne- ne- I never experienced food trucks? You don't. Oh, they're great. I, until I came here. Yeah. And they're just wonderful. They're great. I just love food yeah. trucks, no, man. No, they're wonderful. They really are. Also, just very briefly, uh, my voice is a little messed yeah. up. I, I've had this mold crap in my chest all week. It's. I feel much better. It's kind of on the the the. I'm on the other side of this, but my voice uh, sounds like hell. So that's why. Oh, Just letting you know. Okay. And uh, okay. And uh, I I did yesterday. Remember uh, yesterday at this time I told you about uh, Panda Express first time. Oh yeah 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 yeah. First time ever they've done a dessert ever. <laughs> so yesterday Nancy and I had it. Wow. Is it it good? was fantastic. It's like an apple egg roll. It is, is that what you said? That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's fried apples, super hot, inside of that dough like an egg roll. Right. Right, 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 right fried. And then outside a dusting of brown sugar. Sean, I'm telling you, it will you will slap your grandma. 
you will slap, will slap your, my grandma. Which well, is a positive statement in oh, Texas, by the way. I, I, I don't really mean go out and slap <laughs> your grandma I'm, I'm anybody. <laughs> I, you know, what's, the thing about Panda Express, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, it, it, one of the struggles I have had since moving here, sorry, it's sometimes difficult to find decent Chinese here. Yeah, I'm course. just being honest no, with it's, you. It's the case. All right. Panda Express, baby, you always know what you're getting. And it's, and the it's same. always good. Orange I chicken. I like the uh, the fire uh, roasted sweet fire. shrimp or sweet oh. fire shrimp. Mm. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah Nancy gets sweet fire, uh, and I get the uh, I, uh, orange chicken with the fried rice. I love it. Right. And that's what we had yesterday. Excellent. But go there and try that dessert. You're going to love, love, love it. It's Rock really on. good. I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT and Bridgehead IT for your company. That's what Bridgehead IT is all about, helping your company grow, helping you make more money, helping you save money. And number one, helping you protect your valuable employees. Now, if you're in business, you know how hard it is to find and keep really good people, right? We all know that. All of us that have a business, we all know that. People issues always big. So when you get really good employees, you don't want to pile a bunch of stuff on them because you're going to chase them off, right? So what you do is you get Bridgehead IT in there. They can do a lot of things through automation and other, other ways of helping you protect your most valuable asset, your people. Now, that's number one. They also have telecommunication services and cybersecurity services. All those hackers that are trying to get in there and mess with your business, Bridgehead IT can protect your business. So save money, make money, and protect your, uh, your employees and your business every day with the great pros at Bridgehead IT. BridgeheadIT.com. Boo. I'm your Jimmy, if you play it all together, then we don't have to worry about playing it separately, and we do it all at one time and get it out of the way. <laughs> That's how that works. Well, you're you're assuming that uh, everything's working correctly. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. That's the last thing I assume. I'm just getting through this week. Let's just get to Friday and take care of the hungry people for a minute. <laughs> We're getting there, man. Uh, Absolutely. U.S. intelligence. Yes. Um. Now. I realize they have their own intelligence. They have the IDF over in Israel. I'm going to let them worry about Mossad. I'm going to let them worry about IDF. I'm going to let them worry about their intelligence agencies in Israel. But what I'm concerned about is what we're doing and what we haven't been doing. Our intelligence agencies here include, but not limited to, CIA, mm. the NSA, the DNI, who works with the president very closely, and, of course, the FBI. But you also have military intelligence, and you have all... Our intelligence apparatus here in this country is enormous. Mm. To the point where if you or I fart, they're going to know about it. <laughs> Number one, because we've been very expressive in our views about what's going on in our government. Uh, been very expressive about global warming, which is a bunch of bull crap that is meant, designed to separate you from your freedom and your money. That's all it is. That's all right. global warming is, all climate change is. But they have been weaponized on the, the you know climate change front, all the military, all of all the, uh, the intelligence services. They have also been weaponized against white men. Um, this, was, this started under Barack Obama. Joe Biden has said it all throughout his presidency. As late as May, Joe is on record as saying the number one terroristic threat to America is white men. White men, he's, he's on YouTube. Right. You can look it up. If, if you don't believe what I'm telling you, bag it up for yourself. Do your own research because I spent hours doing research for the show. Hours. And then, of course, we know that they are targeting Trump supporters as well. 
including, you know, people like parents who go to school boards and ask about transgender people raping girls in bathrooms mm. at schools right. and things of that nature. They go after them. They go after men and women who say prayers in front of abortion clinics. They go to their homes and raid their homes. They go to a guy who they have now bankrupted, basically, who makes pillows for a living. <laughs> they go to him and steal his phone from him at a Hardee's gotta, restaurant. Got to take that. Guy, I got to take that Lindell guy down. Well, man. They, they, they basically have. He, he's basic, <laughs> they basically bled him dry of, mm. of, of his funds. Um, and then, of course, when you talk about Trump supporters, you know they are targeting anybody who who put Trump twenty four on their you know Facebook or wherever, or wore a shirt that said uh, you know let's go Brandon, or a hat that says MAGA on it, or whatever. They are targeting them. Who they are not targeting are all the people who have come across the border, young men on the terror watch list. Now. Right. Earlier this week, I shared the overall numbers in the past couple of years. It's beyond. It's north of 86,000 young men who have crossed the terror nexus. In other words, they traveled through a country where terrorism is trained and shipped out of. Right. Or they have a connection to someone somewhere that's in the terrorist world. But we have had known this year alone. 156 on the terror watch list have come across the border and been allowed to go wherever they want to in the country. They are now in the United States. Right. That is more than the past four years combined. That's mm. this year alone on the terror watch list. Those are the ones we know about. Right. There are untold thousands that we don't know about who have come into this country. And so they are driving the cars next to us. They're shopping at the grocery stores, pushing carts around in the grocery stores. They're living their lives next to us here in this country, and they're on the terror watch list. And they're not being watched because U.S. intelligence is focused on global warming, white men, and Trump supporters and parents. So here we sit. Now, either way, you look at this for our intelligence agencies. It's not good what happened on Saturday. Because you have two choices. Either A, they knew about it, and they didn't tell anybody, they didn't warn anybody, for whatever reason, or B, they didn't know about it. And I would say, and I did this morning, you drag them in front of Congress and you put them under oath, and you say to them, what did you know and when did you know about it? And if they say, we didn't know about this at all, we had no idea this was coming, well, then the only recourse is to fire every one of them and defund those agencies of the trillions of dollars because they're not doing their damn job. And so if they did know <laughs> and they didn't tell anybody and they allowed little children to be murdered and their heads chopped off by murderous bastards, then that's a whole other issue. Right, right. And you can't feel safe in your own country because you can't trust them to tell you then when these guys, all these guys on the terror watch list, get their high sign to attack us in our own country. You can't trust our intelligence agencies to tell you. Well, sure. I mean, you know, it's not just the, the bad guys from abroad. It's the cartel guys and the traffickers that we're also allowing to uh, stroll across the border. They obviously don't care. And if you could haul them before Congress, which we've done before, they'll just sit there and lie. They have no compunction. If, they, if they're willing to allow international terrorists into our country in, in large numbers... 
to do whatever they're going to do. They obviously have no compunction about lying to you. So, I mean, I, I you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a weird, scary situation. I said that on Monday. Look, it's, it's, it can only be one of two things. You just said it. Either they knew this was coming and they wanted it to happen for some reason, or they're really that inept. And, and either is a, a, a bad reality. I suspect it's somewhere in the middle. I suspect that, yeah, there's intentionality, there's complicity here involved. I also think there's the people that currently populate our government are some of the most unimpressive human beings on the planet, and certainly they are ca- capable of being true dumbasses. So I, I, I don't know which reality is true, but I, again, I think both is true. Either way, either way, you can't really absolve yourself from your political support and what, what the people you support are about and what they're allowing to happen. You can't do it. What I said on Monday about uh, Mossad was I believe that they have been infiltrated and that the people who have, you know, I, I, I've known people in the intelligence business and what they do is they have funnels of people right. who the information goes through. And I think that if you're going to infiltrate an intelligence service, that's who you go after because they're the ones who decide what piece of information gets passed on right. up the chain, right? Right. So it's very easy to control the information if you control the funnel, the, oh, the sure. people who are the funnels. And I, I think that's probably what has happened not only to Mossad, but I think that's happened to our intelligence agencies as well. All the more reason to defund them, to get rid of them, <laughs> to crap can them. And if you need, if you feel like there's a need to have these agencies, then as Donald Trump said, like the FBI, get it out of Washington, D.C. and build it over in Kansas or Mississippi or in Alabama or somewhere right. like that where it's removed from the D.C. sewer. Get it out of there and allow it to operate somewhere like that. But you will never see them hauled before Congress for two reasons. One, you just mentioned, they're just going to lie like yeah, Anthony Fauci point? did. They're just yeah. going to lie. But number two, the only thing that Chuck Schumer ever got right in his history of politics is when he said to Donald Trump, you mess around with these intelligence services and they have seven ways of Sunday of getting back at you. Sure. And everybody in D.C. knows it. So they're not going to call these people up and put them under oath and say, what did you know about this and when did you know it? They're not going to do it. Oh, I, I think if Trump were to get in again, he would he would be about cleaning out the oh, rot yeah. because that's what it – it's a rot. You know, we a lot of folks like to talk about the system is this and the system is that. The system is fine. It's the rot of the deep state that we have allowed, that we have allowed. We also have to take some responsibility. We have allowed this political elite class to come into being by not engaging in oversight, by not demanding oversight through many gen- several generations. And the rot goes deep. It's through the intelligence apparatus. It's through every agency of the government. And just like if you got, uh, you know, if your home got invest- infested with bugs or cockroaches or whatever, you'd have to pay some guy to come on in there and kill them all and get them all out of there. Until you sweep out the rot of the deep state, this stuff is not going to change. And as far as Israel, I, I absolutely believe they knew it was going to happen. I absolutely, there's no possible explanation. And tell me what the hell that national uh, emergency alert system test was all about last week. I said that on Monday. Come on, man. On Wednesday, the United States and Russia coordinate together and do a national emergency alert. There's only one reason to do that. They're testing it for when the crap tears loose here in the U.S. When they get ready and they fire this crap off here in this country, that's what that test was about. So what you, yeah, that is clearly when they took over, when that deep state took over, and it was before you and me, I was a month old. Right. That was in November of 63. 
when they took over and they started to run the whole show here from November of 63 until now, they have embedded themselves so deeply in there that they control all the movements of our government. And that's why persecute, prosecute, assassinate. They won't let Donald Trump get back into office because he will. He'll break it up and he will send people to prison. Oh, yeah. And that's why they're not going to allow it to happen. That's right. <laughs> that's right. just not going to let him be president. That's right. That's why they're doing what they're doing right now. And then we're screwed, Trey. Well, Happy Wednesday. That's right, yeah. But, but, uh, but the point is, I mean, we, we have to point this out, and well, that's why sure, I went I back agree. to the numbers of people that have come here on the terror watch list. I mean, I, I don't want to hear anything from, from the Democrats in this country about how important it was to have the 9-11 commission and the report ah. from 9-11. It, that was 19 people. Who came into this country? I don't know which was for, more full of crap, the Warren Commission or that. Well, that's know? what I'm saying yeah. is that, and they always stand up and say, "Well, yeah, you know, look what George Bush did. George yeah. W. Bush screwed up on the on the 9/11 Commission and all that." I don't want to hear anything about that because they have willfully let terrorists come across our southern border. Oh yeah, border. and traffickers willfully. and everybody else. So. Quick break, more Warren Ryman coming up. You know, Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited is here to take care of your real estate needs. And what I mean by that is when you want to invest in real estate. When, when you want to begin a really good business, a business that can help supply an income to you and your family forevermore, you want to take a look, look at real estate. And Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate mentoring group that will teach you a number of things on how to become successful in real estate, investing in real estate, how to identify the properties, finding the right property, putting together the financing that you need, fixing up those properties, how to turn those properties for profit into new properties and continuing to grow your portfolio of properties. You can make money in real estate. You really can if you are dedicated to work, if you're not afraid of work, Number one, and number two, if you follow the keys to success they lay out for you with Lifestyles Unlimited, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Just log on, use my name, because you get a great discount when you do so. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Clouds and sun later on today after we, after we deal with the rain that's around this morning, drizzle that's around, about 80 for your high. Right now it's 66 at KTSA. Good morning. We are working a few troubles. Well, it's a smaller story, but I, I think it's kind of indicative of uh, and reflective of what, what we're talking about and what we've been talking about. Uh, spent a goodly amount of time discussing how people who are pro-Palestinian in this country, it doesn't matter. You can have all the facts laid out in front of them. It doesn't matter. You can talk yourself and, you know, until you're blue in the face and your lungs fall out. They're not going to hear anything else. And, and I'm looking at this uh, Riley Gaines appearance at Penn State. And this is for the Real Woman's Day event. She's got a table there with some of her stuff on it. It's, right, it's, it's just a table and some Riley Gaines stuff on it. She's there to give a message, you know, and talk about stuff. Talk about, I, I, I imagine, you know, real biological women in sports and the like. That's what she's known for. And you got a couple of dumbasses who roll up and they start knocking crap off the table and uh, screaming the F-bomb and calling uh, everybody a B-word and making a big show out of it. And, and there's an older guy there who's like, hey, quit attacking us. He's like, I'm not attacking you. You know, th- these are the worst people in the world. That That's what you're seeing with a lot of this pro-Palestinian stuff. Again, it, it, their own actions are irrelevant. I can destroy your property. I can I can knock your table over. I can go, come up to you with a freaking bullhorn and scream in your face, so you can't be heard anybody by anybody else. And all the while, they're screaming about protecting democracy. 
They talk about the uh, Palestinians in that regard as well. Well, Israelis are anti-democracy, and all the Palestinians want is just some democracy from people who have no clue what democracy or freedom has anything to do. Uh, you know, don't have any argument for democracy because they hate it. Yeah, and I'm not just talking about these protesters here at Penn State. I'm talking about the president. I'm talking about all these celebrity idiots, all these Congress people. Like uh, we just saw. Uh, Tlaib go by. She's just a talking butthole with her Palestinian flag outside of her office. It is an orthodoxy. They don't question it. And if you do, you do you, just as per what you were saying, you need to be sh- shut down. You need to be screamed out of existence. You need to be silenced. These people care nothing about freedom at all. In fact, they detest it. And so hearing them pine and and and, and, and just ramble on about the freedom fighters in, in Palestine and Gaza Strip. It's, it's just pathetic, man. Well, they, they've always been that way. Yeah. And, and uh, when, you know, more specifically. Also on the right, boring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more specifically on the Riley Gaines thing, too. You know, she was welcomed there by the university. Yeah. This kind of thing goes on in universities all across the country. And uh, you're allowed to go there and set up these tables and have these exchanges uh, on, on many different levels because that's what universities were supposed to be about, right? The exchange of thought and ideas and opinions uh, that helps you develop your, your worldview. Uh, except now if you don't latch on to the current orthodoxy, which is men can be women and women can be men just by putting a dress and some makeup on, you don't have to do anything else. You're just suddenly a girl because you wear a freaking dress. And if you don't buy off on that, which is a psychosis, by the way, Sean. That is a psychosis. Oh, I agree. Yeah. If you don't buy off on that, then you have to be canceled. And so these people, here's, here's I'm, I'm 100% confident on this. These people, and, and we're, the, the word Nazi gets tossed around a lot. Kinda, sure. They like, love it. Kind of like racists did <laughs> yeah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What we're seeing in the Middle East right now are actual modern-day Nazis doing what they're doing to the Jewish people. So put that aside for just a minute because that, those are actual real-world Nazis. But what happens with the American left is they call people who disagree with their orthodoxy, whether it's on the trans crap or on anything else, right? Race crap, all Any, of it, yeah. Anything, they call you a Nazi now. And that gives them the pass, the power, and the authority to do what these guys did to her table. Well, because I'm doing it to stop the Nazis. Well, look at it this way. See? As soon as you label somebody else a Nazi, you get to act like one. As soon as you say that's somebody right. else, <coughs> excuse me, is a racist, you get to act like a racist. Well, that's the point. And so when, when you got this guy, this Bowman guy, this a socialist, he's part of the yeah. hateful, hateful Eight who pulled the, the fire alarm at Congress last week, he's been naming all the people who disagreed with him pulling right. the fire alarm. You're a Nazi, see? <laughs> and, and the Nazis were trying to... This is, in his mind, his sick mind, this is what gave him the pass to pull the fire alarm is, i got to do whatever I can do to stop, whatever I have to do to stop the Nazis. So I can pull a fire alarm and throw people's lives in danger. I can go toss their table upside down at a university. Because these people are Nazis, I can do anything to fight against them. But it's at at the heart of it, it's extraordinarily childish. Of course it is. And the childish nature of it is, I am not confident enough in my own beliefs that I can't discuss it with you of course and so i have to shut you up anytime you do that that's and exactly it's what that is pathetic and weird and childish it really is man we'll take a quick break more wearing rhyme 
segment coming up. I am going to talk at 835 about Rashida Tlaib, just about a half a minute. So we'll do that coming up. FM 78 Auto Center on FM 78 in Converse is where you want to take your vehicle. That's where I take mine. And I can tell you, you get outstanding service, highest quality parts, and the best people around to fix your problem with your vehicle, no matter what you drive. Foreign, domestic, large, small, it doesn't matter. They'll take care of it for you. They take care of it all at FM 78 Auto Center. Quality repairs, the best prices, and outstanding personnel. They do it from oil changes, putting in a brand-new engine, uh, doing chassis work or brake work when that needs to be done. They do all that for you. Of course, they take care of your air conditioner. They can do trip checks if you're headed out to go somewhere. They can even tint the windows on your vehicle at FM78 Auto Center. They just did a vehicle of mine, put a window tint on there, and it came out so beautiful, so great. Look, you get the best parts, too, from Napa and O'Reilly, dealer-certified parts with a two-year, 24,000-mile a warranty from FM78 Auto Center. You can trust them to do what's right for your vehicle and for you. That's FM78 Auto Center in Converse on FM78 right across from the Walmart. Jason Lennox here from now. It's 8.37 now. Where in Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. Um, the past several days since this all began, Elaine and I have uh, spoke with uh, family members who have either had their loved ones murdered in right. this. And, uh, and again, um, those in our government and outside of our government, whether they're Black Lives Matter or any of these dumbass groups on college campuses across the country that support this, um, they're supporting the murder and beheading of little children, of, yeah. of, of infants. There is no other way to say it. You can't get away from that if you support what's happening right now and if you are calling for Israel to stand down, which the U.N. human rights guy just did a few minutes ago, uh, Israel needs to stop. They're killing people in Gaza. Bullcrap. Israel now has said, their commanders have said, we're going to make a tent city out of Gaza. Good. They need to kill all of them. Every last one of them make a tent city out of it. But over the past few days, we've talked to mothers that have, and, and, and others, men too, who have lost their family or their family has been taking, taken away from them. Right. It's in captivity. One man that I spoke with yesterday, and Elaine just talked to him again off the air a few minutes ago, Yoshi. Uh, his family was taken captive, m- mom and dad, two little redheaded children. Mm. They have no idea where they are. Oh, and a grandmother, a right. 70-year-old grandmother, who needs medication or she's going to die. Mm. She, they, she has to have it or she's going to die. I'm sure that the captors are very concerned about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've got them stuffed away in a tunnel somewhere right. and not watching after them or taking care of them at all. I mean, if you if you... If you kill infants and chop their heads off in front of their families, then you don't care about somebody who needs medication. You don't care <laughs> right, about getting right. insulin, yeah. insulin to somebody. I'm not laughing, but I'm, I'm laughing cynically. Like, I, I, yeah. Jimmy, can you turn on Elaine's microphone? She's trying to talk right now. It's, there one, we go. one of the family members that you guys have seen video of is the lady that's in the back of the vehicle. right. right. And she's taken out. Yes. And around. That she's the was, one with the blood on her back. That was the one on the blood on her backside. And yeah. that's the one that was holding the two little redheaded babies. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I contacted Yossi this morning and w- our organization. That's his. Ne- that's her nephew, right? Yossi her is nephew. her nephew. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to help him out. Yeah. Good. Good. Excellent. You, so you got through to those organizations. You're going to be able to help him get some resolution to this. Um, also. The young girl who appeared to be lifeless in the back of that truck, the, right. the German girl that was taken out of the, the music fest, 
I was told yesterday she's actually alive and fighting for her life in a hospital. That's what really? I was, that's what I was told yesterday. But here's what I want to say about this whole being separated from your loved one, because we're we're looking at the agony of these people and talking to them. I mean, as I said to you yesterday, and you said, I can't imagine this. Just imagine that your family has been taken away. You have no idea where they are. And you know they're in the hands of some very evil people, right? Right. But you don't know where they are. You don't know what their condition is, and they need medicine or whatever. Just think, think about that for a minute. And that's what these murderous bastards have done. But I went back overnight in my preparation for the show to a video and a tape I found in 2019, 2019. And Donald Trump was president. And AOC and Rashida yeah. Tlaib and uh, Ayanna Presley, all of them that are in the Hateful Eight now, you know, they were called the squad, now they're the Hateful Eight, right? They testified before Congress because they went to the border. Remember Title 42 was going yeah. on? Yeah. And they came down out of their congressional chairs and they sat at the table. <laughs> And they testified under oath. Yeah. And they broke into tears, and they were crying, and oh, they were wailing, God, yes. and they were hollering, and they were just screaming in pain and agony, and Rashida's lifting her glasses and wiping the tears off of her face. She can't believe it. She can't believe it. She can't. And she was so distraught that parents and children had been separated from the border. <laughs> right. It was a pathetic display. Remember man. what we were doing, uh, is that when somebody would show up at the border, yes, they were separated to make sure that they belonged together before you handed a child to some dude and said, you can take this child. We wanted to make sure that that child belonged to that dude. So that was going on at the border, no doubt. And she was screaming, oh, these, these children are being ripped from the arms of their children. You know what you have not seen this week? Uh, None of them have cried or wailed about these families being ripped apart by the killers that they are supporters. Ah, they're just silly Jews. They're just awful Jews. Who cares? I mean, do we even have to mention that AOC stood out, you know, stood next to a, had a photo shoot next to a chain link fence that was nowhere near one of these detention centers. Correct. Not, which, I mean, Correct. the fact that she's still in Congress after doing she can't shut up about this guy that's uh, the Santos guy that lied about his Correct. background. But she gets a free pass on acting like she's standing outside of one of these detention centers and she was nowhere near one. You pull back and you saw that with your own eyes. I think there's a freaking Walmart there. They're pathetic human beings. Now, prior to this week, I found them merely ridiculous and not worthy of serious thought. But now they've gone into a different direction. Now, you're right. Now they are actually supporting the policies of these people who, yes, will decapitate babies. And, and you look at the, the torture and the pain inflicted on family members. It's not good enough just to take your, your kid or take your wife or take your sister or take your mom. they got a live stream so you can see with your own eyes your loved one being murdered. And AOC and that, that word I can't say on the radio, Tlaib, and all these people. Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. They're fine with all that crap. They, they are totally fine with it. They are horrible freaking human beings, and they're members of Congress. It's, it's like I've been saying all along, that they hate guns and the Second Amendment as long as they're in the hands of us. They hate them. Until... Until they're in the hands of the murderous bastards that are shooting right. infant children and chopping their heads off, 
Now they're fine with guns. Now, sure. you know what? They actually love AK-47s in the hands of Hamas. They actually oh, yeah. love AR-15s in the hands of Hamas. They think that, you know, anything that Hamas needs, hand grenades, anything that they need, this is just fine behavior because they will not take a stand. They will, when, when, well, okay, yesterday, cut number one, yesterday, Fox reporter follows Rashida Tlaib through that. the hallways yeah. and is asking her, go ahead, Jimmy, run it, asking her questions. She refuses to answer any. That's good, Jimmy. She refuses to any any answer any questions. And she's got a smile on her face too. And she got a really tall, tall dude next to her, right? As if this little reporter from Fox News is going to hurt her, right? Kimberly Vaughn, I think, is her name. But anyway, and, and away they go to the elevator. She refuses to say anything. She refuses to say anything because she endorses it. That's well, an endorsement. Yeah. Remember, that's their standard. Back when BLM was blowing stuff up, if you didn't take a knee and you didn't raise your fist to Black Power, right. your silence was violence. You remember that? Oh, yeah. So remember that's the, their remember they all got the, in the Senate, they all got down there in their freaking knees, right. Schumer that, and Pelosi. That, that is their standard. Your yeah. silence is violence. So Rashida, AOC, uh, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar, you are all supporting murderers who are chopping the heads off of little babies. Again, what you just said is meaningless to Oh, them. I know. I know. I'm still going to say it. Oh, yeah. Their hypocrisy. They just wrap their arms around their own hypocrisy. Yep. And give you a smug little smile like she had walking down that hallway. Yep, yep. She didn't seem horrified by anything, oh, by no. the events of the day. She's not having any kind of moral reaction to it. Uh-uh. She's got a smug little grin on her face. This is a day that they have been praying for to Allah for a long time. This is their day. This oh, is yeah. Their moment. It's, it's yeah. Christmas They're for them, They're basking in the sunshine. Yeah. I do want to mention two really... You know, again, uh, as you said last week, you rise to the occasion. You find out who people are at this moment, right? You have Inbar Lieberman, 25-year-old girl, (laughs) a girl, young woman, right? Right. Well, 25, you're a girl to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Anyway, when she heard the explosion, she she was at a kibbutz. Right. I I hope that everybody knows what a kibbutz is. Been to several of them in Israel. They're cool. But anyway, uh, she was at a kibbutz. And when she heard the explosion, she said, hmm, that's different than the daily explosions of rockets that come in from from Gaza. (laughs) Think about that. Because that comes in every day. She said that's a different explosion. So she immediately took command at 25. Wow. And she went to the armory at the kibbutz, opened the armory, got all the rifles out, started to hand the rifles out. Boom, 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 boom. Armed 20 others at the kibbutz. Then she strategically placed them in different areas of the kibbutz and gave them instructions. When they get here, this is how you are to respond and what you are to do. So she obviously had thought about this. She obviously had a plan in her head. If you live there, you sort of have to. That's right. So she armed everybody, put them in a position, explained to them what their job was. When the bad guys came, when Hamas got to the kibbutz, she took out five immediately herself. Wow. And then the others... In her orders and her instructions, fired away and turned them back. Killed, killed about twenty-five of them. Right. And then they, the rest of them, took off and left, and they saved all the lives at the kibbutz. So good on her. I, I think the the lesson out of that is when it comes here, not if. When it comes here, have a plan. <laughs> um, the other thing is boxing icon Floyd Mayweather. Now, 
regardless of what you think about him, he's flamboyant. He's got a lot of money. He right. shows his money off. But he's earned his money getting knocked around in the ring and knocking others around in the ring. <laughs> right, right. He loaded up one of his many private jets. <laughs> he does have a few. He loaded up one of them full of food and water, bulletproof vests, medicine, and other supplies, flew it into Israel to the soldiers and civilians there. Wow. So good on him, too. Yeah, you know, again, you, in moments like this, you kind of see who's the real deal and who isn't, who's a good person, who isn't. People are either the – you're going to see examples of the, the – we've been talking about the worst of humanity all morning. But, yeah, you'll also see examples of the best of us. So and good I, on I, good on them. I wanted to point him out because you hear so much negative about these celebrities. I don't know celebrities. about them, yeah. Well, celebrities. You're, you're, you're yeah. a lot of, oh, right, just right. celebrities. You're a lot right. of negative stuff about There's a celebrity that's stepping up and doing some good. Yeah, whereas yeah. most of them, like big tough guy Dwayne Johnson, yeah. uh, are not even bothering to say anything about it so they don't lose no. any movie deals. No, and at his expense, he flies his private jet over to Israel, right. loaded down with all kinds of stuff for Israelis. Good on him. Excellent. Texas Rhino Shield, TexasRhinoShield.com for your home. This is amazing stuff. Now, it's not paint. It goes on like paint, but I'm here to tell you it is a ceramic coating that's eight times thicker than paint, so it protects your home. Protects your home better than anything you could put on your home. That's what Rhino Shield does for you. Protects every aspect of your home. Wherever you want to put it, you can put it. If you want to put it on brook, absolutely. You want to put it on stucco, yeah, you bet. You want to put it on hardy board, uh-huh, you can. How about Aluminum, like the garage doors, absolutely you can put it on whatever surface you want to put Rhino Shield on on your home, you can. And it comes in all the great colors that you love and that you want on your home. You can mix and match the colors, too. It doesn't have to be one color. People have asked me that, of course. And it's guaranteed for 25 years, 25-year guarantee, and it adds insulation. So it protects your home and insulates your home better. You're going to love this stuff. Check it out for yourself. Mention Treyware, and you get $500 off your application of Texas Rhino Shield at TexasRhinoShield.com. Cancer claims our loved ones every day. Made for you. We, we need everything that you are doing. ATSA. ATSA. We need you more now than ever. Stay connected. Well, that's a fact watching how the media has been covering this this week and how it's been so slanted against Israel. You need us now more than ever. That's a fact. That's <laughs> yes, true. Yes, indeed. Wow. Well, we're going to keep talking about this stuff coming up next hour. We'll have the latest updates for you. Uh, we're seeing now in Fox that we're apparently going to send some special forces in there. Uh, Del- into, Delta Force and SEAL Delta Team Force. 6 are ready to go. Because here's obviously what's what's going to happen over the next few days, and what has been happening is they want to get as many hostages and people out of there as possible. And then, baby, they're gonna let, they're gonna turn it into a parking lot. That's what they have to do. Yeah, and, and you really do. You 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 can't leave one of these people alive. And I'm not talking about your ordinary Palestinian. I'm talking about Hamas. I'm talking about these Iranian operatives, terrorist bad guys. They're a rot. They're a cancer. You have to kill every single one. Every one of them has to be killed, uh, or else they will come back. Yeah, and they will do it again because that's what they do. You know, right. You have to absolutely destroy the mound of fire ants is something that people in Texas will understand. Right. You have to decimate it. You cannot yep. You cannot pussyfoot around with it. You have to be serious, and that's what they're going to have to do. And, yes, at some point, Israel, just like Raiden and Tebby in 1968, will say, you're dead, and we got to go. We, gotta, we, we have something to well, do. Well, again, you know, if you don't stamp them out, they just come back and do the same thing all over sure. again. 
you, sure. you, you have to stop. You have to stamp them out and, and kill them all. Well, and that's why ultimately pressure has to be brought to bear on Joe Biden to cut off the funding to Iran because that's where the money comes from. And he's not going to do it. So uh, keep this in mind. We're going into an election season. Joe Biden is okay funding the nation that is funding murderers who chop the heads off of little babies. Put it that way. Right. Make sure uh, whoever's running against Joe Biden. You need to make sure you say it exactly that way. And Jewish Americans, you have to understand, if you have a vote for Joe Biden, you're voting for a man who is funding the nation, who is sending the money, your money, your money, to these people who are chopping the heads off of little babies. You have to understand that. People really, and it's not going to happen on the left, but people really need to reflect on what they support and what they don't support it's it's real world it's not just a fancy opinion you sling around a cafe or starbucks or something nope it's got real world implications and you really have to know in this moment who you are and what you support jewish americans by and large have supported democrats and in in the last election they supported Uh, joe biden forever right and this this is a game changer for jew in in my view and i support the jewish nation of israel and i support jews here in our country uh, I've made absolutely no bones about that. And they have to reconsider now, because this is a game changer for Jewish Americans and their sure. politics and who they align themselves with. It should because be. Because <laughs> Joe has opened up the cash to flow to Iran. Iran has taken that cash, and they have sent it to Hamas to do what they're doing. Right. They're killing little children and chopping the heads off of little babies. Jewish Americans have to think about that before they continue to vote Democrat. Yeah. Well, I will see you tomorrow. All right. I love you, San Antonio. Bye.